Welcome to the Daily Smith Figures What Devotional Podcast. My name is Victoria Iliak and I'm your host for this podcast. Thank you so much for joining us today. God bless you and without further ado, let us start with prayer. Father Lord God, Almighty King of Glory, I thank you so much for your goodness and your faithfulness towards us. And we thank you for this moment, this opportunity to read your word together and to study it. May your Holy Spirit direct this session so that as we listen to your word that we may understand it and put it in practice for the glory and honor of your name in Jesus Christ's name we pray Amen The title of today's teaching is Help for the Hurting Help for the Hurting We're going to read Psalms chapter 86 verse 15 and Lamentations chapter 3 from verse 21 to verse 41. We will read from the New King James Version. So let us start with like Psalms chapter 86 verse 15. But you, O Lord, are God full of compassion and gracious, long suffering and abundant in mercy and truth. Lamentations chapter 3 from verse 21 to verse 41. While reading from the New King James Version again, this I recall to my mind, therefore I have hope. Through the Lord's mercies we are not consumed, because His compassions fail not. There are, they are new every morning. Great is your faithfulness. The Lord is my portion, says my soul, therefore I hope in Him. The Lord is good to those who wait for Him, to the soul who seeks Him. It is good that one should hope and wait quietly for the salvation of the Lord. It is good for a man to bear the yoke of the yoke in his youth. Let him sit alone and keep silent, because God has laid it on him. Let him put his mouth in the dust. There may yet be hope. Let him get let him give his cheek to the one who strikes him and be full of reproach. For the Lord will not cast off forever. Though he causes grief, yet he will Show compassion according to the multitude of his mercies, for he does not afflict willingly, nor grieve the children of men. To crush one to crush on the one's feet all the prisoners of the earth. To turn aside the justice due a man before the face of the most high, or subvert a man in his cause, the Lord does not approve. Who is he who speaks and it comes to pass when the Lord has command has not commanded it? It is not from the is it not from the mouth of the Most High that war and wilding proceed. Why should a living man complain, a man for the punishment of his sins? Let us set out and examine our ways and turn back to the Lord. Let us lift our hearts and hands to God in heaven. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. So there's this story here in the Smith Figures World Devotional. It happened when Smith Figures World was in Sydney, Australia sometime. Uh, there's a man who passed, a man with a cane who passed by him and his friend. And the man like was in real pain, he had to get down and then twist over and the touch on his face made a deep impression on the soul of Smith Wigglesworth. So Smith Wigglesworth here says that he asked himself, is it right to pass by this man? And this is a very good question. At times we see people who are sick, at times it's amongst our friends, our family members, our, our enemies even. If we have enemies at all we see them in pain and at times it's complete strangers and in this case it was a complete stranger like you see the story of the good Samaritan he helped a complete stranger you know 
So at times we see a stranger and we see the person in pain, but we do not do anything about it. It's good that like Smith figures what the time to ask himself, is it right to pass by this man? And let's remember that Jesus didn't like pass by people who needed help. And even if there was a crowd and that the people would call out to him, he would still stop and make sure that he would help them, you know, he would like make sure that he would help them help them. And as we and as he is, so are we in this world. So like um we could we should learn like to be a little more like a lot more sorry like the good samaritan like jesus like when we see someone in need and at times it's not always like that you see on that you see that they have a physical problem at times it's from the facial expression or the voice that you notice that this person is in pain and offering to pray for them is a good thing this is something that we should all learn old lane and even when it's on the, in the street even when you're busy even when it looks inconvenient and we see here that smith regrets what seems to be busy because look at the next part so i said to my friend so he said to his friend uh this man is there's a man in awful distress and i cannot go further i must speak to him and he says that he went over to the man and said to him like you seem to be in great trouble and the man believed that he would never be healed, you know. So Smidjigoswa told him, you see that hotel? Be in front of that door in five minutes and I'll pray for you and you will be able to stand as straight as any man here. And he says he exercised that statement in faith. So he he was going to pay a bill actually. So when he finished paying that bill, he he came back. Smidjigoswa, that, that's the reason why he told him to come in five minutes. He had a bill to pay apparently and... Then when he finished um, to pay that bill and he came back to the hotel, the man was there. So he had a kind of, I would imagine, busy schedule, but yet he found like time and a way to create time for the person and say, okay, come here in five minutes. I'll meet you there in five minutes. So I finish, I do my thing. I finish. I see you back in five minutes, like five minutes, you know, and he made sure that it was really like five minutes and and he came and he saw the man. And I learned from this that we are never too, like, we should never be too much in a haste. If it were, like, in this era now, I guess perhaps he could have given his phone number. Or perhaps he would have given his business card. Or perhaps invited him, like, somewhere, you know. I don't know. I don't know even why he had to say, like, in five minutes. Or why he did not do it, like, immediately there on the street at that moment. Perhaps there was a reason. But, like, the whole point that I want to, like, get to here is that he did not get past that mind. He made sure that at that instant of whether it could, that even if it could not be at that instant, you know, that if it had to be in five minutes, in five minutes he would help the man. So he made sure, like, I see this man, I want to help him. And even if I may not do it, like, instantly, like, right now, I, I will do it. I will help him. So he says that this statement that he gave the man that I'll pray for you and you'll be, you, you will be able to stand as straight as any man here. He said that and it exercised his faith in Jesus. He says here that um, that if you say anything, you must stand with God to make it so. Never say anything for bravado unless you have the right to say it. Always be sure of your ground and be sure that you're honoring God. 
Don't say things to people to make yourself anything. You bring yourself sorrow for nothing. The purpose is to bring glory to God and like for the grace and blessings of God to be seen in the lives of people. So when the man came back like in the five minutes, Smith Wigglesworth and his friend helped him carry up two steps, took him to the elevator, got him upstairs. So it looks like Smith Wigglesworth wanted to personally pray for him in his room and he says that in five minutes time the man walked out of the room with his body as straight as any man's. So the man was healed in five minutes of prayer. From here I'm just speculating but I assume that you know that um, the reason why he wanted to pray for him in his hotel room specifically was perhaps because he did not know how long the healing was gonna take place and because you know there are stories where he talks about like he took us like ministering to somebody till he got the person healed you know another story is where like in this one five minutes prayer and the person is done the person is already leaving so i guess the reason why he did not pray for him like at that moment on the street was that he did not know how long it was going to take so perhaps that's why he said okay let's meet in five minutes so that like i would consecrate like perhaps the rest of my day to you, you know, or the rest of the, the time that it would take, whether it's five minutes or the rest of my day or many hours, I don't know, but I will consecrate this time to you. That's how I visualize it. I, I was not there and I was not in his mind, but I imagine that the reason why he did not do it in the street at that moment and like finished what he had to do and give um, a rendezvous, a meetup to this man, was because he did not know how long it was going to take and he was ready to consecrate whatever time he had to consecrate to get that person completely healed. So he set time apart for the guy. And like the real end point here that we have to remember is that he saw a sick person and he chose to not pass by the sick person. And I'm not trying to say that um, every time you see a sick person, it's obviously going to be easy to go to the person and tell them, I'm going to pray for you in the name of Jesus and you're going to be healed. Every time you see a sick person, that it will be so easy for it to come to you to do it. I believe that when you start, when we start, it's not always easy. I remember the first times I had to, had to pray for some people in the hospital. I was like so stressed and stuff. And But I think that the more we step out, the more God makes it easy for us. And where we, don't, where we are not there yet, we can ask God, like, God, help me. I have difficulty doing this and that. And please, Lord teach me help me we really have to like see that at least when you have in vision that this is the target you you move towards it but if you've already blocked your mind and said i cannot stop a stranger on the road you are never gonna do it but if you put in your mind already that this is what you should be able to do you will start like your mind will start like arranging yourself to like be ready to do it so another important thing that i see here is the fact that Smith Wigglesworth tells the person um, that when he will come, he'll pray for him, and that he says that the statement exercised his faith in Jesus, it makes me realize that, like he said it boldly, trusting God to back him up. It doesn't look like it's God who told him, tell this man this thing. No, he said it and he trusted God to back him up. So we have to have this type of faith in God that we know that if we speak his word, what his word says because in this case the word says that he wants to all to be healed he wants us all to be healed he's willing for us to be healed so he just 
uh, applied it to a specific person and believed God for what he said. If you lay your hands on the sick, they shall recover. So when we believe God for what his word says, we have to say it. And the fact that we say it shows that we say it with faith shows that we really believe it. And the fact that we act on it and that we decide at this point to lay hands on the person shows that we really believe the word, if we really believe it, because the people who lay hands without believing too. But if we lay hands believing and that we trust God and that we made the statement believing, we know that the end result that we have spoken for and prophesied is what is going to come to pass. So he's, he prophesied basically saying that when he will lay hands on the man, the man will be healed. So he's seeing the end result before even praying. That's also very important when you're praying. You have to know like what's the end result that you want. If you pray with the intention of an instant result that this person is going to live here healed, it's more probable for you to see it than if you're praying with having my arm. Oh, I don't know. Perhaps God's going to do something today or tomorrow. I do not know. It's Those are two different mindsets. So you need to have the mindset of, okay, I'm praying for this person. I will give the time that it takes. I'll pray for this person. And I am not leaving this person without seeing them completely healed and made whole. If you have this on your mind, it will help you the way you, in the way you're ministering because your objective is already like, you know, victory. You're not praying to try. You're praying from a position of victory because you know what the Bible says. And you know that his promises are true and that his word will never fail. So let's end with this quote, uh, this quote by Smith Wigglesworth. Grace is God's blessing coming down to you. You open the door to God as an act of faith and God does all you want. Grace is God's blessing coming down to you. You open the door to God as an act of faith and God does all you want. Okay, let us pray. Father Lord God, Almighty King of Glory, we thank you for your goodness and your faithfulness and your love towards us. We thank you for it's your will that all should be healed. By the stripes of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are healed. So right now, under the sound of my voice, whoever is listening to this and suffering from whatever sickness and disease, I declare right now you are healed and made whole, head to toe in the name of Jesus Christ. I release the life of the Holy Spirit in your body right now. Be healed in Jesus Christ's name. I believe it. I stand on the word of God and as I declared it, I tell you, receive it. You are healed and made whole in Jesus' name. Amen. So thank you so much for listening from the from start to finish, from the beginning to the end. If you've been uh, edified by this teaching, subscribe and share this on social media. Subscribe so that you receive notifications when there's a new uh, podcast episode. Share so that you edify other people through this. And also make yourself available tomorrow to listen to the next episode by God's grace. It's one new episode every single day by the grace of the Lord. And finally, if you have prayer requests or testimonies or questions, you can contact me on Instagram or on Facebook, Dr. Victoria Eog. So thank you so much. God bless you and goodbye.